Morning Prayer on the 17th of February, Ash Wednesday. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Hear our voice, O Lord, according to your faithful love. According to your judgment, give us life. Blessed are you, God of compassion and mercy. To you be praise and glory for ever. In the darkness of our sin, your light breaks forth like the dawn, and your healing springs up for deliverance. As we rejoice in the gift of your saving help, sustain us with your bountiful spirit, and open our lips to sing your praise. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God for ever. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and for ever. Amen. Psalm 38. The refrain is, Make haste to help me, O Lord of my salvation. Make haste to help me, O Lord of your, my salvation. Rebuke me not, O Lord, in your anger, neither chasten me in your heavy displeasure. For your arrows have struck fast in me, and your hand presses hard upon me. There is no health in my flesh because of your indignation. There is no peace in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have gone over my head. Their weight is a burden too heavy to bear. Make haste to help me, O Lord of my salvation. My wounds stink and fester because of my foolishness. I am utterly bowed down and brought very low. I go about mourning all the day long. My loins are filled with searing pain. There is no health in my flesh. I am feeble and utterly crushed. I roar aloud because of the disquiet of my heart. Make haste to help me, O Lord of my salvation. O Lord, you know all my desires, and my sighing is not hidden from you. My heart is pounding, my strength has failed me. The light of my eyes is gone from me. My friends and companions stand apart from my affliction. My neighbours stand afar off. Those who seek after my life lay snares for me. And those who would harm me whisper evil and mutter slander all the day long. Make haste to help me, O Lord of my salvation. But I am like one who is deaf and hears not, like one that is dumb who does not open his mouth. I have become like one who does not hear, and from whose mouth comes no retort. For in you, Lord, have I put my trust. You will answer me, O Lord my God. For I said, let them not triumph over me, those who exult over me when my foot slips. Make haste, O Lord, to help me, God, O God of my salvation. Truly I am on the verge of failing. My pain is ever with me. I will confess my iniquity and be sorry for my sin. Those that are my enemies without any cause are mighty, and those who hate me wrongfully are many in number. Those who repay evil for good are against me, because the good is what I seek. Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God. Make haste to help me, O Lord of my salvation. Make haste to help me, 
O Lord of my salvation. Almighty Lord and Saviour, behold with pity the wounds of your people. Do not forsake us, sinful as we are, but for the sake of the passion of your beloved one, Jesus, come quickly to our aid, for his mercy's sake. Amen. Poem in response to Psalm 38 by Malcolm Gant, taken from David's crime. For I have found my God and my true friend, and heaven knows I need his friendship now, for I am weak, my days draw to an end, or so it seems to me. I sigh and bow my head in bitterness. The stress and strain of chronic illnesses have laid me low. How can I praise you when I roar with pain, smitten with affliction and infection, no sooner soothed than in distress again, and made more bitter by the sad reflection that half of this I brought down on my head in folly. I deserve my dereliction. My portion of disquietness and dread, forsake me not, O Lord. My God, make haste, deliver me, and raise me from the dead. A reading from the first epistle to Timothy, chapter 6, beginning at verse 6. Of course, there is great gain in godliness, godliness combined with contentment. For we brought nothing into the world, so that we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with these. But those who want to be rich fall into temptation, and are trapped by many senseless and harmless, harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, and in their eagerness to be rich, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with, themselves with many pains. But as for you, man of God, shun all this. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness. Fight the good fight, fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you are called, and for which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. In the presence of God, who gives life to all things, and of Christ Jesus, who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession, I charge you to keep the commandment without spot or blame until the manifestation of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he will bring about at the right time. He who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords. It is he alone who has immortality and dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see. To him be honour and eternal dominion. Amen. Response or reflection on the reading from 1 Timothy chapter 6 by Mark Oakley, taken from Reflections for Daily Prayer. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness.
Lent is a snowfall in the soul. Just as snow makes us see our landscape in a different light, making us re-navigate our environment and wonder at the sight of our own breath, so Lent invites us to distill, reimagine and remember the fragile miracle of our own self. We are reminded here that we brought nothing into the world and will take nothing out. As ash is placed on our head today, the cross is placed on the heads that house our brains, the centres of our willpower and decision-making. These are being called back to life, to a balanced sense and a proportionate understanding of ourselves. Along with Timothy, we're encouraged to pursue love, gentleness and what is right. This letter, like Lent, asks us to stop being indifferent, cautious and compromised. It speaks of the life that really is life, the one that is activated and sustained by love of God and our neighbour. Time presses upon us and tells us we're too busy to be reflected, but our souls know better. Souls die from lack of reflection. Unawareness, like money, is a root of all evil too. Responsibilities distract us and tell us we're too involved with the real world to be concerned about the spiritual questions. But it is always spiritual questions that make the difference in the way we go about our public and day-to-day lives. So we respond... To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. You are the God of my salvation. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. In you I hope all the day long. O my God, in you I trust. Remember, Lord, your compassion and love, for they are from everlasting. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Benedictus begins and ends with the refrain, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. 
Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Let us pray. As Paul sets before us the vision of godliness with contentment, we pray for the underlying trust and ability to let go, which makes contentment possible. Remember the words from the letter to the Philippians that we should cast all our cares upon God because he cares for us. Thank you for that promise and pray that the Holy Spirit may help us to live in that promise and thus to live in contentment and without fear or anxiety about material things, especially but pray for the grace to let go of what is superfluous and unnecessary or which holds us back. We pray for those who do not have the luxury to consider whether they have anything superfluous whom the bare necessities are not available or are scratched for day by day without any guarantee for the morrow. So we pray for people throughout the world who live in absolute poverty. People in our own country who live with debt and huge anxiety. Pray for those who are literally destitute on the streets and those who live in fear of it. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. So we pray at this time of pandemic for all the charities whose aim it is to come alongside the poor of the world and the poor of our own nations. We pray for those charities as they are coping with hugely reduced funds, closure of charity shops, the constrained giving of people, of supporters who themselves are under pressure. We pray for all those charities which have had to close programmes and lay off workers. But as the needs are greater, perhaps than ever before, they may make the right decisions 
in these difficult times, but also come through them to a time when they may flourish again in true service and in revealing to governments and peoples the needs of the world. Pray for any charities that we particularly support or are concerned about. And we pray for those who have worked for charities and who have lost their jobs. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for children. All the children of every nation who have lost so much in terms of schooling and time with their friends. All of them who are suffering from mental illness. All those who are self-harming or contemplating self-harm. All those who are in abusive situations and out of sight of those who might help them. All those who are struggling with schoolwork at home, in conflict with their parents, over getting it done, and for the parents themselves. We also pray for young people still uncertain about their exams and their future, and for university students. Who have lost so much in terms of university experience, both academically and in terms of growth and social development. We pray for those who are worried about what value their degrees will have in the future and who are finding it hard to pay their way. We lift them to you and pray for ways forward to be found. And for all those who work in colleges and universities, for all those who are teaching online, for all those who are exhausted by it all. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. We continue to pray for, for those who are ill, those who are ill with COVID, and those who are ill in other ways, all who are struggling with affliction, such as that conjured up by our psalm today, and all who are worried about them. All those who are facing their illness without the physical presence of their loved ones around them.
and those who would be with the people they love as they suffer and cannot be. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Thank God for the season of Lent, for the reminders it brings of the need for time to reflect on our failures, but in the light of God's love, on our weakness and lack of resolution, but in the presence of the Holy Spirit who can strengthen us. pray that we may keep Lent faithfully and usefully and do God's will as we learn and pray and reflect. We pray for Ash Wednesday services wherever they're happening. We pray for those in our own parishes that they may speak to people's hearts and help the church move forward in a united way. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And so the collect of Lent, almighty and everlasting God, you hate nothing that you have made, and forgive the sins of all those who are penitent. Create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may receive from you, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Trusting in the compassion of God, as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May God, our Redeemer, show us compassion and love. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen.